Hello and welcome to Hyatt Report and this is your host Omar Hyatt. On the 16th of June 2021, the US President Biden met with his Russian counterpart President Putin in Geneva, Switzerland. Soon after this meeting, the President of the United States addressing the press corps in an effort to declare Putin as gone rogue, innocently declared, quote, his credibility worldwide shrinks, unquote. And then he went on to again very naively question, quote, how would it be if United States were viewed by the rest of the world as interfering with the elections directly of other countries and everybody knew it? What, what would it be like if we engaged in activities that he engaged in? It diminishes the standing of a country, unquote. So, Biden is literally saying that A, Russia has interfered in other countries' elections, including the US, and B, that the US has not interfered in other countries' elections? Hmm. Are we really missing something? Like, really? (laughs) Like, honestly? Who is President Biden kidding? Does he really think that America has not interfered in other countries' elections? Does he really think that America does not continue to interfere in other countries' elections? Hmm. Okay, right off the bat, I want to make it clear that pointing out American interference in other countries does not mean siding with Russia. So on that note, let's take a look at America's glorious history of interfering in other countries and other countries' elections, starting from the Middle East. 1949 Syria The democratically elected government of Shukri al-Khawatli in Syria was overthrown by Syrian Army Chief of Staff Hosni al-Zaim, who later became the president of Syria. And historians allege that Al-Zaim was able to overthrow democratically elected government of Syria with the help of CIA. And the CIA facilitated this coup d'etat because they wanted the construction of Trans-Arabian Pipeline, which unsurprisingly Al-Zaim approved soon after becoming the president of Syria. 1952 Egypt Egyptian military replaces the monarchy of Egypt with Republic of Egypt, allegedly with the help from their mates in CIA. 1952-1953 Iran Iran was a constitutional monarchy since 1940s. Its oil was under the control of British imperial forces. And there was a discontent amongst Iranians that they did not control their own oil. Iranians democratically elected a socialist named Mohammad Mossadegh, who nationalized Iran's oil, which obviously then irked the British and the MI6, who approached the United States to help them regain control of Iran's oil. U.S. initially rejected their appeal, but then turned around and facilitated overthrowing of Mossadegh in Iran through CIA. 1957-1967 Indonesia 
Indonesia was a democracy since 1945. And its president, President Sukarno, was a communist. But still, he wanted to not align his country with either Russia or the United States. And he wanted to pursue an independent foreign policy without taking sides. And therefore, he was a pioneer and a big proponent of non-alignment policy. But obviously, this was something that America and the CIA did not like and started plotting against Indonesian president and finally succeeded in overthrowing Indonesian democracy by aiding its military junta. And that military junta eventually went on a rampage of mass persecution of communists. And according to some estimates, between 2 to 3 million Indonesians died because of it. 1958 Lebanon. The CIA started a campaign of intervention called Operation Blue Bat in mid-1958 in Lebanon. The aim of this operation was to prevent communism from taking hold in Lebanon and install pro-Western government under the leadership of President Camille Shamoun. 1959-1963 Iraq Some argue that Saddam Hussein's failed attempt to assassinate the then-Iraqi Prime Minister Abdul Karim Qasim in late 1959 was in fact aided by CIA and Egyptian intelligence. In fact, when this assassination attempt failed and Saddam had to flee and live in exile in Egypt, there are reports that allege that Saddam met with American authorities during his exile. Then finally, in 1963, the Ba'athists overthrew Qasim in a coup, and many believe that this coup was masterminded by CIA. So these were some of the examples from the Middle East. Now let's talk about South and Central America. 1953 to 1961, Cuba. In 1953, Cuba was under the dictatorship of Fulgencio Batista. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It's actually spelled um, F-U-L-G-E-N-C-I-O. So please excuse me if I mispronounced his name. Um, Nevertheless, he was the dictator of Cuba in 1953. And when the Cuban people rose against his dictatorship, the US first tried to intervene on behalf of this dictator and supplied him with uh, planes, arms, napalm, ships and tanks, amongst many other things. And then when CIA later realized that this dictator was eventually going to lose... They tried their best to influence the rebels, and that did not work. So what does the US and the CIA do when they fail? They do what they do best, which is embargo and sanctions against Cuba. Eventually, in 1959, the Cuban rebels overthrew the dictatorship. Of course, the CIA did not like this. Because now, Cuba was governed by a communist government. 
And the US and the CIA did not hate anything more than they hated communism. So in 1961, CIA launched an operation called Operation Mongoose, wherein they trained these these monsters um, and armed them. They were they were somewhat similar to what we today called uh, call death squads. And the purpose of these death squads was to inflict as much damage on the new communist government of Cuba as possible. However, the Cuban armed forces successfully defended Cuba against these death squads and defeated them. 1954, Guatemala. In 1954, Guatemala was a democracy, and its president, Jacobo Arbenz, was a left-leaning president who had introduced anti-exploitation laws to protect workers from being exploited by large corporations. However, an American corporation named United Fruit Company did not like these reforms, because they wanted to protect their bottom-line profits, which would have shrunk if workers were treated humanely. So they approached the US government and the CIA. And the CIA launched an operation called Operation PB Success, whose aim was to replace the leftist Jacobo Arbenz with a right-wing nutjob, Carlos Castillo Armes, I think. It's, I'm sorry, I'm really bad with names. Um, The surname is actually spelled A-R-M-A-S. Nevertheless, the CIA succeeded and Armes became the first right-wing dictator of Guatemala. 1961 to 1964, Brazil. In 1961, João Goulart lawfully became the president of Brazil, and he was a big proponent of democratic rights, economic and land reforms. But the US government wanted him to impose a program of austerity, which he refused. So the US government, through CIA, implemented a plan called Operation Brother Sam, the purpose of this plan was to destabilize Brazil by cutting off aid to democratically elected Brazilian government and supported the Brazilian military in overthrowing their democracy to be replaced with a military regime. 1965 to 1966, Dominican Republic. As part of something called Operation Power Pack, U.S. military intervened in the Dominican Republic's civil war in 1965 and withdrew once U.S.-backed candidate won the elections. 1970-1973, Chile. The CIA, through a project called Project Fubelt, worked covertly to create conditions for a coup. That coup led to a democratically elected president of Chile, Salvador Allende, being overthrown by Chilean armed forces. And the man who subsequently took over the power, Augusto Pinochet, is alleged to have been responsible for disappearance of about 
3,200 political opponents. He's also alleged to have been responsible for imprisonment of nearly 30,000 Chileans and forced 200,000 Chileans into exile. 1971 Bolivia The US supported Bolivian dictator Hugo Banza in 1971, who was notorious for cracking down on opposition, and he was also notorious for torture. Now, let's talk about the intervention in Central Asia. 1979 to 1988, Afghanistan. CIA under, under Operation Cyclone covertly funded, trained and armed Afghan guerrillas against Soviet Union. And we all know what has been happening in and to Afghanistan since then. In East Asia, US has openly interfered in Vietnam, Korea, Laos, Burma, which is now known as Myanmar, and Cambodia. In Africa, US interfered in Angola, Ethiopia, Zaire, Chad, Libya. Now, let's be very clear. By calling out all of these interventions or interference, whatever you want to call it, I'm not saying that US empire has only done bad things in the world. In fact, when you look at how US intervened in Bosnia against a genocide, and in South Africa against apartheid, there are some good things that the US has done by taking a side. What I'm calling out here, though, is President Biden's hypocrisy or lack of memory when he says that the US has not interfered in other countries or other countries' elections, which is completely BS. In fact, post-World War II and during Cold War era, United States adopted a very aggressive foreign policy where any country that showed signs of moving towards communism or socialism, the US actively destabilized those countries and their socialist or communist-leaning governments and replaced them with mostly dictators who would tow United States policies. Even recently, there has been reporting that the US spied on its allies, including Germany, and the recent attempts of the United States in Venezuela is well known. Lastly, I just want to say that I don't believe in conspiracy theories that President Biden is suffering from dementia or amnesia. To me, this whole incident of Biden claiming that the US does not interfere in other countries or their elections is an attempt at whitewashing history. If anything, the US should admit its historical role in regime change wars across the globe, learn from those mistakes and not repeat them. However, having said that, when you look at what the US is currently doing in northeastern Syria, i.e. allegedly stealing its oil and weed in the name of protecting northeastern Syrians from Assad's regime, I doubt that the United States has learned very much from its past mistakes.